Welcome to this special edition of the Seriously Social News podcast. With the annual Google Developers Conference Google I.O. happening in San Francisco last week, there was simply not enough time to fit it all into one episode, so I thought I'd record a special one covering all the news from Google I.O. However, there are a few other news stories that are hot at the moment which I'll briefly mention. Seriously Social News, your weekly news roundup on all that's new in the world of social media, the internet and technology. This is a Google I.O. special edition of the Seriously Social News podcast on Monday the 20th of May 2013. There have been rumours about Yahoo purchasing blogging social network Tumblr today, that's Monday the 20th of May, for over $1 billion. Yahoo are holding a press conference today, so by the time you listen to this, the news may or may not have been announced. A few tech news websites have said that the Yahoo board have already approved the deal. It's a risky strategy by Yahoo, especially as Tumblr isn't exactly the new kid on the block, and $1 billion is a lot of money. Yahoo also partnered with Twitter in that personalised news stories from Twitter will appear on Yahoo's newsfeed. Good news for Twitter, but is it great for Yahoo? IAG.me Today, Pinterest have announced a new feature which categorised different content into different types of pins. On their blog, Pinterest explained that from your feed you can tell when a pin has more information by the icon that appears below the picture. Currently, there are three types of pins. Product pins for items that have a price, such as clothes and gadgets. Recipe pins that include ingredients and cooking times. And movie pins with ratings, actors and more. Seriously social! So, on to Google. If you get a chance to look at some of the videos from the conference, please do. I've got a selection of them on the show notes for this episode on my blog, iag.me. The conference was quite a visual spectacle and occasionally off the wall, especially with Google founder Larry Page talking about wanting a special place in the world free from regulation for experiments. But I digress. There are some huge announcements and I've summarised them as follows. Number one, maps. An updated modern look interactive map recommends locations, compares travel modes, that's car, walking, train, bus and flying, and integrates fully with Google Earth and Street View. Number two, Google Plus redesign, that's photos, a responsive design, columns and auto hashtags. Number three, unified hangouts, seamless no matter what platform, that's Gmail, desktop, Android, phone, tablet, iOS. Number four, Google Wallet, you can now send money as a Gmail attachment, similar to PayPal. Number five, Google Play Music All Access, an all-you-can-eat music subscription service, currently US only. Number six, Google selling a stock Android version of the Samsung Galaxy S4 phone. Number seven, voice search. Google search now talks to you in Google Now. YouTube, channels with more than 1,000 subscribers can now offer live streaming. Number nine, Google Play Games and Books. And number 10, Google Glass. Please do have a look at the show notes for this episode. That's episode 23 on my website, iog.me. You'll find lots of links there and quite a few videos which will give more information and give you more of a background to what I'm talking about. Seriously Social News. New look Google Maps. Google has unveiled a completely redesigned and rebuilt maps from the ground up. 
The maps now fill the whole of the browser screen and use vector-based drawings to enhance the speed and accuracy of the display. You can click on places and you will be presented with a box giving more information on that place, including photos, description, reviews, directions and a button to go straight through to street view. You can also click on any road to get the address, together with the ability to go directly to street view mode. Navigation is built in and is truly impressive, with the ability to give directions by foot, car, public transport or by flying. If you're using the Chrome browser, you will also get the ability to seamlessly enter Google Earth mode and fly around the area, seeing the buildings in 3D, as well as zooming right out to view the whole Earth. Google have gone into insane detail by mapping the clouds around the Earth in real time. If you zoom out further, you will see the stars in the sky, and yes, these are placed where the actual stars are. If you pan round, you will soon see the sun and view the Earth in darkness with the glow of the streetlights around the world. It's truly impressive stuff, and I've been incredibly impressed with it. Currently, you have to request an invite for the preview, which you can do so by visiting maps.google.com forward slash help forward slash maps forward slash hello world. Because some of the functionality requires a technology called WebGL, you'll need to use Google Chrome, but other browsers such as Safari and Firefox will be compatible soon, as well as the forthcoming Internet Explorer 11. Seriously social! Google Plus redesign. Google's social layer and social network Google Plus has had its biggest update yet. There still seem to be quite a few people that think that Google Plus is a ghost town, but I think the facts speak for themselves, with 400 million active users. For me, I find the community at Google Plus really engaging, and it's a brilliant tool to find great content and interact with very interesting people. But I'm digressing. Google have completely redesigned the look and feel, and the interface manages to fit a lot more on the screen whilst keeping a lot of white space and a minimalist feel. The navigation to the various Google Plus features such as your profile, circles, communities, events and pages slides in from the left-hand side when you need it, and the layout is fully responsive. Your newsfeed from your selected circle is now placed in three columns, making it look very similar to Pinterest. Google have added automatic hashtags to each post called related hashtags. When you click on the hashtag, you can find posts relating to that post. Have a look at the video in the show notes for more information. Another big update is the photo section, which has been completely overhauled. The photo section is now full width, taking almost your entire browser window. The first new feature you may notice is the highlights feature. This shows all the important photos and videos, or at least the ones that Google thinks are important. Google scans your photos and checks for people smiling, lack of blurring, lighting and duplicates. All your photos are also automatically enhanced to bring out colours and improve lighting. You can easily revert back to the original, but in my experience I've been impressed with the results and Google have been responsible in only making subtle enhancements. I love the Photos feature in Google Plus since you can set your Google Plus app on your mobile phone to automatically upload all the photos you take on your phone to Google Plus. All photos are set to private, backed up and enhanced. Facebook might be where all your friends are, but Google are probably hoping that your friends will flock to where your photos are. This is Seriously Social News. If you haven't come across Google Hangouts before, then it's well worth checking out. While Skype and Facebook offer video calls, Hangouts is unique in giving group video chat for up to 10 people, for free. It's perfect for business conferencing, networking or bringing friends and family together for a group chat. There is even Google Hangouts on Air, which allows one person to stream their video live with an audience and even share their screen, perfect for webinars. At the 2012 I.O. conference, Google admitted they had done a bad job on their chat applications. 
As well as Google Hangouts, there was Google Talk, Google Voice, and Google Plus Messenger, but the experience was fragmented. Their intention is to bring all of these together under one umbrella. Google have largely done that with the announcement that Google Talk, Google Plus Messenger, and Google Hangouts are now completely unified across all your devices in a new service called Google Hangouts. You can now chat through Gmail through your mobile device or through your web browser and go into video chat straight away, all for free. Google admits there is still some way to go with plans to add SMS support and integrate Google Voice. Also, I've heard reports that to date some people who have upgraded to the new Hangouts are not able to make calls using Google Voice. Obviously, Google still have a few issues to iron out. However, I believe Google Hangouts is one of Google Plus's killer features, and the unifying of all these services makes perfect sense. I do hope that Google now starts to make it easier for people who have more than one Google account, but that's another story. Socially awesome! Google Wallet is Google's alternative to PayPal, and allows you to pay for a service as an alternative to your credit or debit card. It's now possible to send money from your Gmail account, although this is currently only open to users in the US. The person you are sending money doesn't actually have to have a Gmail account, and it's completely free of transaction costs to send and receive from your Google Wallet account. There is a transaction limit of $10,000 and up to $50,000 per week. All Google Wallet users around the world can take advantage of this service by visiting wallet.google.com or downloading the app for your smartphone. IAG.me Although it's unfortunately another US-only service, Google Play Music All Access is another big announcement and one that is going to give Spotify a run for its money. Google Music has been around for a while and allows you to upload your entire music collection to listen on the web or on your Android device. You can upload up to 20,000 tracks for free and you can pay to increase your limit. You are able to buy and download tracks in the same way you can from Amazon MB3 store or iTunes. This new service called Google Play Music All Access allows you to listen to unlimited streamed music for $9.99 per month, in a similar way you can with Spotify and RDO. As well as offering millions of tracks across 22 genres, Google also has a recommendation engine and allows you to create your own radio stations mixing streamed music with your own. There is no news as to when this may roll out to users outside the US, but due to complicating licensing rights this may take quite a long time. The crunch for me is how comprehensive the music library is with Google Play. If it can come close to Spotify's collection then it might well be a winner but only time will tell. Seriously social news. Many people have their views as to whether the Apple iPhone or an Android device is king of the smartphones, and I couldn't possibly comment on my view. However, when it comes to Android devices, it seems there is no stopping Samsung with their latest high-end phone, the Galaxy S4, flying off the shelves. I have a Samsung Galaxy S3 and love it, but I do have a few frustrations. The first is how many mobile phone carriers insist on installing their own pointless software on it, and the second is Samsung adding their own software called TouchWiz. Google, in a surprise announcement, are to sell a Samsung Galaxy S4 through their Play Store, with the plain vanilla Android operating system on, just how Google intended. The result is a faster, cleaner experience, and one that is unlocked, is easy to root and install your own software on. The bigger advantage for me is that you will always have the latest version of Android, which will be pushed from Google, so you don't have to wait for Samsung or your mobile phone carrier to get round to updating it, if they ever will. It's not clear if and when this will be available outside the US, but the Play Store will start selling the S4 in the US in June for $649. Seriously social. Socially awesome. 
If you're a fan of Star Trek, you'll be excited to learn that you will soon be able to search Google with your voice using natural language. In a demo at the I.O. conference, the Google Now service allows you to start the conversation with the phrase, OK Google, and then ask questions like, where are the nearest seafood restaurants? Google will return results of the nearest seafood restaurants to your location, and you can carry on asking it questions relating to those results. I'd highly recommend watching the video in the show notes, which goes into more detail. IAG.me. There have been a few more additions to YouTube last week, with the ability of live streaming for channels with at least 1,000 subscribers. If you have a live event, live streaming offers a simpler service than Google Hangouts on Air, and is perfect if you're running a show, event, or conference that you want to stream to your subscribers. Google are also adding a new shopping experience to YouTube on selected channels. You'll soon be able to click on items that you see, such as a handbag, a dress, or a gadget, and will be presented with information about it and a way to purchase. For now, only selected brand channels have this functionality, but as YouTube start to roll out to being a TV service, I can see this kind of thing rolled out to more channels in the future. Seriously social! It was announced last week that 900 million Android devices have been activated. That's compared to only 410 million Apple iOS devices registered up until mid-2012. As well as that, Google announced that over 48 billion apps have been downloaded, But it has to be said that Google still have more to do before it can woo a significant amount of Apple developers and users over to Android. In Google's Play Store, which is their equivalent to Apple's App Store, users can rate and comment on apps. Up until now, the app developers weren't able to reply to reviews. The fact that they can now is certainly a welcome move, and will hopefully make it easier to browse Android apps with more helpful information. Socially awesome. And finally, it seems that Google's wearable technology, Google Glass, is getting a lot of press at the moment. Some good, and some bad. I've mentioned Google Glass on a previous Seriously Social News. They are glasses that you wear with a forwards-facing camera for taking photos and videos, voice activation, and a heads-up display that projects an image onto your lens. You can take photos and videos, get directions, ask Google questions, write messages, upload photos to Google+, and more. It's certainly amazing technology, and Google hoped to sell these to the public by the end of the year. There are privacy concerns coming from many quarters, asking whether people should be allowed to wear Google Glass in certain places or situations. Sure, Google Glass is fairly wacky, and I haven't worked out my view on the privacy concerns, but I can't stop myself thinking, though although insane, that Google Glass could just be the next big thing. What do you think? Have I completely lost it? Let me know. You've been listening to Seriously Social News from Ian Anderson Gray. You can follow Ian on Twitter at IAG.me. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash IAG.me. For all the latest, check out Ian's blog at www.iag.me. This podcast is brought to you by Select Performers Internet Solutions. IAG.me. Seriously social. Socially awesome.